0: Hey everyone welcome to the podcast i'm jessica an upcycling macgyvering nature loving teacher and i'm here with my co-host beth
1: hi everyone i'm beth i'm an english teacher casual blogger and budget enthusiast we're here to discuss and share with you tips tricks and life hacks we've learned along the way about how we've managed to be frugal and fabulous all at the same time
0: chase somebody. Nope. Let the money chase you. That's right. Cause you are the boss now. Tell the daughters what to do. It's frugal, yes. Yeah, it's a movement. We'll find the discounts. Yeah, we can do this. Yeah, we can do this. Okay, Beth. So let's start by kind of introducing ourselves. And I think the best way to do that Is to tell about our family. We're sisters. Yep. um, But we're not the only sisters. Yeah. There's two more. Um, You want to give the Oreo analogy? Yeah. Because it's my favorite.
1: Yeah. So, you know, like an Oreo, there's like three layers, right? So, but we had four sisters. And so we thought that uh, a better way to describe it would be like a double stuffed Oreo. So Jessica and I are the cream and the double stuffed Oreo. (laughs) Right. The best part. We've got an older
0: sister. Oh, I actually think the cookie part's the best part. Really? If we're really just talking
1: about Oreos. I mean, I like the cream part the best. But anyways. We do have two other sisters, an older sister and a younger sister. So Jessica and I are right there in the middle. We have very financially wise but opposite parents. So very opposite. Very opposite. So they're I'm
0: wonderful. By so the way, so great. Shout out, well, hi shout mom out and dad. to
1: hi mom and dad. <laughs> you might be the only
0: ones listening right now. Um, no, our parents are great. Dad's the spender, mom's the saver, but they're both really financially wise, and they taught us a lot of good things too. Yeah, that's where a lot of A lot of our wisdom
1: comes from. Yeah, definitely comes from our parents. So, for example, you know, kids often get allowance growing up, but our parents, they didn't give us our allowance until after we did our chores. So we knew that there were certain Mm -hmm. chores that we just had to do, like the dishes and like clearing the table, cleaning our rooms. That didn't really count. It's just like you do that because you're a part of the family. But then there were specific chores that we had to do that before we got our allowance and so that right. really taught me how like, like
0: taking out the trash yeah taking out the, the trash dishwasher.
1: picking up the dog poop good times. oh dog poop yeah. yes yes for me that really helped me associate like that money and work go together and for example they made us give 10% of our income so they taught us how to like donate from a really young age which was really mm-hmm. important and yeah. for me really helped to instill that like giving is a really important yeah. part
0: they did that through example too like these yeah. were things that they had us do but it was never different from them it's not like they were excluded from any of these things they set the example they gave part of their money and they were wise about their money and they worked hard and yeah. used their money well so i think that to me was the most powerful thing like they lived it they yeah. lived it and i saw the value of that through their lives
1: right and i never like felt poor growing up even though we didn't spend a lot of money For vacation we'd like take our van and we'd drive out to california and visit our grandparents it wasn't Mm -hmm. very expensive we were able to have fun and we had Mm -hmm. more than enough but they were still really frugal right so jess you can share a little
0: bit about your
1: origin story what
0: qualifies me to be frugalicious (laughs) i am upcycling and macgyvering i'm always trying to figure out how to make something how to craft something in any way that i can and i've been this way since i was a kid my family still makes fun of me because I used to save Kleenex boxes oh, and man. toilet paper rolls. And not because I was some kind of weird hoarder, but I just, in my head, I was like, I could make this out of it. I could make this. I could She'd make this. She'd never
1: throw away her Kleenex boxes. Because
0: I made things out of them. <laughs> I made, my favorite was like I made a telephone. I actually removed a cord from an old telephone.
1: And you did put make it, a telephone. I yeah, that.
0: and put it onto the Kleenex box. It yeah. was I don't know why I loved it, but I did. To this day, I mean, I don't save Kleenex boxes anymore. I've moved up, but, you know, I've been known to dumpster dive. and yeah, you do <laughs> like, save things. I do, but only things I know I'm going to use. So for me, that's where a lot of the frugal came in. Not even trying to save money, but just I love to create things, and I love to keep things from being wasted and give them new life in some ways. And then I just tend to be my – I mean, we said my mom's a saver. I'm also more of a saver. I never thought about it being so important until I unexpectedly lost my job back in 2009. And I had, you know, without even really thinking about it, saved up a lot of money. And that helped me through a really difficult time of unemployment, only being able to work part-time, looking for new work. If I had not saved up that money before, I don't know. I don't know what would have happened in that season. It would have It would have been – it was already a hard Like more stressful, time. for it sure. It would have been more stressful, for sure, just recently in my life. So I've been doing teaching for 11 years and I decided it's kind of time to take a break, do a little something different, and because I had saved up money, I'm able to just put a pause and take a little bit of a hiatus or a sabbatical and do volunteering and work on other things, but if I wasn't a saver, I couldn't be living in this season. To me, those have been some of the benefits that I've seen in my life from being frugal.
1: You, Beth. Yeah. For me, I did not save Kleenex boxes growing <laughs> up. Uh, something that I, that I do remember doing was in high school, I would keep like a personal budget. And so I don't know if any of you guys had this, but I had those cool jelly roll pens. You know, oh, the yes, ones that were like colors that when You wrote with them, they turned silver. And oh, I had yes, this notebook with black paper, and I would do my budget in this cool jelly
0: roll notebook, anyways. I think you're the only high schooler I've ever known that I didn't a even know that you did this in did high school. Did you have a budget in high school? No, oh, I, I would... just sort of like saved it. Yeah, you just saved
1: everything. I would spend money, but I always wanted to know what I was spending my money on. So, for example, the last year of high school, I had like an off campus tutoring job that I did, and so I would get gas money for mom and dad and I would write that down and they made me pay for every other tank of gas. And so I'd write down like when I paid for gas and then I got my tutoring paycheck and sometimes I'd do babysitting and my allowance and I'd always write like you know, plus and minus, and I'd always balance out and count my money at
0: the end of the month. Do you still have any records of this? Like, can we post this on uh, the show notes? I think
1: it's probably a mom and dad's house somewhere in a box, but. Oh man.
0: Okay guys, if we find this, you'll be seeing it on the show notes. Yeah.
1: So that was my, that's kind of where my love for money started. I don't even know why I started keeping a budget, but I just loved it and then going into university uh, my husband and i we both went to a private university and when we graduated we had about a hundred thousand dollars of student loan debt hundred thousand canadian and that was like so stressful to graduate and have so much debt so being very budget-savvy and spending <laughs> lots and lots and lots of time uh, learning about budgeting and practicing budgeting well, uh, we were able to pay off all of that in about five
0: years. Oh, That yeah. really
1: is amazing. It was like $100,000. $100,000. 5 years. Yeah. And neither of us had full-time jobs during those yeah. times. So we had like a few part-time jobs so. that we sort of pieced and together. And stay
0: tuned for a future episode because we'll be diving a little more into that. But. Yes. So, That's I mean, a big that was story. a really
1: big, yeah, a really big deal for us. It definitely couldn't have done it without lots of budgeting, lots of wisdom from Dave Ramsey Yeah, uh, during that time. And shout so, out to Dave. <laughs> shout out to Dave. We really learned how to budget and, like, it wasn't easy in the beginning, but it got easier over time. And doing that really helped me to be able to have priorities for my life as well. Like, this year, for example we've been able to just do a lot of like family trips because Fred and I we were living in Canada and my family was living in the States and so for me to be able to fly back and see them that's been really important and for the past two years my husband and I have been working in Guatemala with a non-profit I teach English and um, definitely doesn't like pay as well as it would in Canada but being able to like save up and being able to spend money on like yeah traveling to see family like living overseas i think if we were still in debt we probably wouldn't be living in guatemala right right now and being able to just spend the the money that we need to doing fun things we recently went to disneyland
0: so doing (laughs) things like
1: that is always really fun and really great to be out of debt to be able to have some more disposable income to have fun
0: So now we get to one of my favorite little traditions in the podcast. Yes.
1: New tradition on the podcast. Right.
0: We're making it a tradition. Yeah. It's called Fast Five. Ooh. Five questions, rapid speed answers. It's just fun to
1: get to know people and see what they'd really think. So yeah. I've picked five questions for Jessica. She doesn't know what they are. I've never yet. She's yeah, I don't know. picked five questions for me and I don't know what they are. And we're just gonna ask each other and get just the first response that comes to mind. You're okay. just gonna say it out loud. Okay. okay. First question, Got it. Jessica. I'm ready. You have to sing karaoke. What song do you pick?
0: Okay, so I, oh, I want, so probably something Destiny's Child. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Say mm-hmm. my name. Probably say my name. Yeah. I have done that one, karaoke. We have. It's fantastic. Yeah, we yeah. did
1: that. That's a good one. Okay, if you were a wrestler, what would your entrance song, theme song be? Play that funky music, white boy. Nice. What decade do you love the most, the 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s, and why?
0: Oh, I can only choose from those ones? Yes. I don't want to (laughs) choose. Okay, 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s. So, I don't know because I was not alive in the 60s, 70s. Think like fashion, music. Well, I know. I'm thinking that. I want to be from the 40s. Okay. You're allowed. Why the 40s? I love, I don't know, 40s, 50s. I love that big band era, that time and place. What would the title
1: of your autobiography be?
0: Ooh. That's a good question. I know, right? <sighs> First
1: thing that comes to mind. Unexpected. Nice. You are going to sail around the world. What is the name
0: of your boat? Oh. I don't want to sail around the world. That'll be fun. <laughs> um, my boat. Louise. Oh. It seems Louise
1: with like a woman's name.
0: Like mom's middle name. Oh yeah. All
1: right, Beth. I'm ready. I'm gonna questions be. I'm gonna respond here. faster than you did because sometimes you hesitated.
0: I know because it's hard. <laughs> you guys, this fast five thing is harder than you think. It is harder than you it's think. Harder than feel free it to sounds. try it with your
1: friends if you want to do fast five. I know. Or if you have some good fast five questions for us, Ooh. please send them in. Yeah, we're gonna give you our email at the end of the podcast. Yeah. So you can email us.
0: Okay, this first one's a two-parter, so I'm gonna ask you the first part. You're gonna answer it, then I'm gonna ask you the second part. Okay. Who's your favorite Disney hero or heroine? Wreck-It Ralph. Would you trade places with them? No. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite time of the day and why? The afternoon. And why? Because I just always feel like there's so much possibility
1: for it. It's not the morning, <laughs> so I'm not tired. It's not the evening where I'm getting ready to go to sleep. Oh. It's like this perfect time. Okay. And in Guatemala, it's really nice in the afternoon. Yeah. And so I like to like
0: sit outside and usually do homework during that time. In your hammock or on the... On the porch. On the porch. Okay. See, if you had a time machine, would you go back in time or would you go into the future? Back in time. Oh, that was fast. Okay. Yeah. If you could instantly become an expert in something, what would it be? I mean, the first thing that came to mind, which I don't know why
1: it came to mind, was organic chemistry. But I think (laughs) it's something that... It seems real hard. It seems hard. And I feel like if all... Like, other things I feel like I could learn, but I did take a chemistry class in university and it was really hard.
0: So I feel like if I could
1: just, like, learn it right away, that would be awesome. But I don't actually want to learn that.
0: So I'm going (laughs) to amend
1: my answer and say I would like to become an instant expert in... I don't know. Maybe that's my answer. It's I think, hard. I think
0: that's your answer. Yeah,
1: organic chemistry. I don't know why. It's just the Well, because thing. you
0: wouldn't want to put the work into it. I wouldn't it. want to
1: put the work into that. Lots so of other anything things else you would study. put the work into. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Makes sense.
0: Okay, would you rather live in the ocean or on the moon? In the ocean. Okay. Little Mermaid was one of my favorite
1: movies oh, growing up, so maybe okay. that's why. Also, on the moon sounds kind of lonely. Like I feel like in the ocean there'd be more people. And mermaids. <laughs> but best people us. don't live in the ocean
0: or on the moon. But divers and there's That's true. You would have more visitors in the ocean. Friendly
1: lobsters that talk to you. Yeah, you know. you're right. More <laughs> visitors in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely
0: right. Now we're at the part of the show that we are going to call Do It or Don't. And this is something that we've tried that we like. And you can do it or you cannot, that's up to you. Our do it or don't for this week is use the nice things. What inspired me for this one is I tend to get like nice presents from people like the fancy candles or the good smelly lotion or the bottle of wine. And then you're like, oh, this is so nice. And then you save it and save it and you don't use it. Mm. And if you're not using it, you're not getting any value from it. Right. You had made me a candle, yes, for my birthday like or quite, Christmas. A yeah, <laughs> quite a few years ago. Yeah, quite a few, and it was so cute. This is the thing; it's adorable. It's this little teacup and, and a saucer and a saucer, and it's blue and green and yellow, but it's sort of like angled dipped in, so it's got these I nice was so excited stripes. When I found that cup so cute. And then the candle itself is orange. Orange is my favorite color. It smells, I think it's dragon, it's dragon fruit. dragon fruit, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like interesting in all the ways, and I just love it. And so I always put it out on display, but I never wanted to burn the candle because I didn't want it to go away. But then I realized it's a candle. That's what it's for. <laughs> like, this is why Beth made it. Yeah. Finally, I started lighting it, and so now I, I just will light it every night, you know, when I'm out watching TV or when I'm eating dinner. And it's just so nice and pleasant and it smells good and it makes me think of Beth every time. Oh, and so nice. I just realized I need to not just save these things for some special occasion because that usually means you're never going to use it. Right. Yeah, I noticed that actually when I visited you in March. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> so I'm really funny. glad that you're
1: burning it. I am. Yeah. I did think of you when I made it and that it's orange and in the final yeah. mix So that's yeah. Great.
0: That's the other point of this. I'm getting a lot more joy out of it now yes. than when it was just on display. Even right. though I always loved having it out. I I feel more joy from it because I'm actually using it for what it's made to be.
1: Well, my story is something that I didn't use and I wish Mm. that I had used it. Some regret Um, here. Some regret. We had some people that lived in the apartment above us several Mm. years ago who were from Dubai and they gave us a package of like really fancy dates and I was like dates that seems so fancy but like of course I'd never buy dates and so I didn't really know what to do with them but then I found out about this appetizer where you put like goat cheese in the middle Ooh, of the yeah. dates and yeah. you wrap it in bacon. bacon yeah Yeah. and so I thought I could do that one time but then we were like had a pretty small food budget and I was like ah, I just like don't think I can buy these other ingredients like bacon and goat cheese like a bit more expensive and so I just never used these dates and then when we were getting ready to move I looked at the expiration date and they were expired so I just oh, threw them away no. but these like fancy Dubai dates and I never use them this is a great do it or don't tip because essentially like with food or something I'd never throw away something that I bought like I'd always try to find a way to use it but for some reason if it's a gift it feels like you don't have to use it in the same way or
0: there's like or like you feel like you don't want to use it because you don't want it to go away but so much of the pleasure comes from actually actually using it it. yeah or sharing it with somebody right you know like oh you get the fancy chocolate okay when your friends come over like the chocolate. yeah So. It's up to you, listeners. Do it or don't. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks so much for joining us for this very first episode of our podcast, Frugalicious. Since the holidays are approaching, we are going to create a special three-part holiday series for you guys, and we're going to give you some tips on gift-giving ideas, travel, and how to navigate the craziness that comes with
0: holiday food. So stay tuned. And talk to us, please. What are your favorite frugal hacks? Do you have a do it or don't for us? Ooh, do you have something that you wish you had used, yes. but you didn't? you have any regrets like Beth? Do you yes. have any beautiful victorious moments where you did use it and it made you so happy yeah we'd love to hear from you talk to us email us at frugaliciouspod. that's f-r-u-g-a-l-i-c-i-o-u-s-p-o-d at gmail.com you can also find us on facebook and instagram we're at frugaliciouspod. pod so thanks for listening be frugal be fabulous and let's talk again soon. Bye. Bye. Don't buy into the FOMO. We spend money like slow-mo. But we ain't broke, no. Because every penny makes sense. Can I get an amen? Amen. Get out of debt. It's where the money's at. Achy. And where the money's at. <laughs> we do the budget dance.
1: Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Our music was made by Atoria. Also, you can subscribe to the podcast so that you can know when new episodes are coming out. If you want to find out more info about the things that we talked about, you can go to frugaliciouspod.com and look at our show notes. Also, we want to give special thanks to our mom. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. For making us so frugal and modeling such a frugal lifestyle. (laughs) Please enter into the inner sanctum of the studio. Okay.